We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Gil, I got to ask you a question. Ask or ask? <laughs> what happens when you want to listen to a podcast a day early? Where do you go? Himalaya app. There it is. Download the Himalaya app. Follow for exclusive first access of the No Chill podcast. Himalaya is a brand new podcast app where you can find every single podcast you love and some future favorites. If you're a podcaster or a fan, Himalaya has got your back. Discover personally curated playlists and show your favorite podcasters like us. Ah, all right. Some love with Himalaya's tip jar. It's free. It's the easiest to use, and they're adding cool new features every single day. Go to the App Store, download Himalaya, and don't forget to subscribe to the No Show Podcast. Don't forget, yeah. if you haven't already. That's right. Be there or be square. <laughs> for B-Circle. On this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we take a look at the greatest teams ever assembled. Most discussions on the subject begin and end with the Dream Team. But since that famous squad won gold in 92, have there actually been better? So we dig in and look at the best rosters and the best players who competed in the Olympics since Barcelona. The answer? Well, you have yours, but you just have to stay tuned. We also look at how rosters are constructed and some backstory out of Gil from his experience with Team USA. It's the No Show Podcast Olympics edition. Thanks as always for tuning in. If you haven't already, subscribe on the Himalaya app or wherever you get your podcast. And be sure to check out the No Show channel on YouTube. Well, Gil, you had an idea for an episode and I thought you were crazy. Uh-huh. Wasn't the first time. <laughs> so so you came at me with this the dream team mm -hmm. 1992 u.s gold medalist michael jordan magic johnson and company is overrated mm -hmm. explain yourself <clears throat> i mean do i have to explain myself yeah why do i have to explain myself point of this episode actually Oh. Okay, I will say this, just to give you some, some ammo. Mm -hmm. They're considered the greatest team ever assembled. Okay, I get that. I get that. I really do. Because, um, you know, there's always that discussion about which U.S. team is can compete with the, the, the 1992 original Dream Team. So, you know. That's why I said, you know, maybe the team is a little overrated compared to what we think of it. Um, after doing research, I mean, you know, okay, Bird, that was Bird's last playing days. The USA basketball was it for him. He didn't play another game professional game after i mean his back was done for like yeah, four so, years before that so yeah he, it was the end of the road for him so it was the end of the road for him magic didn't play for seven months mm -hmm. prior to that but year. he was still athletically good he still was at the peak of his of his powers um he actually you know obviously had the hiv situation but he had trained like he was still playing for the a full season for that summer I mean, training and playing is two different things. Um, right. But also, he was not too far from playing before. I mean, he played in the 91 finals. He yeah, yeah, A little yeah. bit I mean, to start the season in mean, the All-Star game, right? I so. mean, he averaged, what, 12, 13 assists the year, he re mm. the year before he retired. Mm. He didn't lead the USA team or the Dream team 
in his system. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but you 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 win this argument though. I do. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. See you next week. Next episode. Yeah. But go ahead. I, I do. I, I don't. A hundred percent disagree with you. No, 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 no. After I did my research, the the rest of the teams don't have a fucking chance. Okay, in, now in, tell in us beating, why. And and beating the uh, the dream team because the dream team at that point was assembled with the best basketball players in the league at that moment. Um, so when I when you run down. You know, Jordan was only 28 at that time. Um, you know, Bird was 35, but he averaged 20 that season. Um, and couldn't really move. And couldn't really move, That's but crazy. he averaged 20. You know, Magic, same thing. He was averaging 20 the year he stopped playing, or that, that year. John Stockton, who they said should have been replaced by Isaiah Thomas because Isaiah was better. Well, I don't necessarily think he was better by stats because you know Isaiah was averaging 18 and 7 Stockton was 15 and 13 you know um Carl Malone 28-11 I mean so that duel alone was you know then they're averaging uh 40 41 points 43 points so it's like ah. and it's also if you got those two together you got that duo which is nice you know like they were both all-star, all-NBA, um, and then those two together, they just were in sync. Yeah, and the, the worst player by stats was Pippen, 27-7, and seven, who actually led the USA team in, in assist that year. And then, I mean, when you think of 92, you're thinking like, well, Dream, why wasn't Dream on there? Well, when you look at Dream stats compared to David Robinson and, you know, Ewing, Ewing yeah, he doesn't compare. So those two centers were the best centers at that moment. Then you got Drexler, who was the second best shooting guard at 25, 6, and 6. Mullen, who you would think was a weenie, was <laughs> averaging 25. Weenie. But also they needed a they needed a sniper. So but what I'm saying is he's yeah. but he averaged 25 at that that moment in time. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so the weakest links were Christian Lakner. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, instead of Shaq. And that was everybody would say that. And you played with Leitner. You know him. I don't know if you ever talked to him about it. But he even said, kind of don't know what I'm doing here. But what they had done, I'm not sure if you knew this, but they said it would always be amateurs up until that point. And so they said they wanted Shaq to was keep, an amateur. Right, right. So, But they had said they wanted to keep one spot for an amateur that year. Was And that was the only year they did that, which is kind of like... Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Shaq, but remember him and Shaq. Shaq was way better, yeah. But, uh, I mean, he was decorated national champion. But because they already had they already had two centers, there was no point in picking Shaq right. with the rest of his team. I mean, you know, you have Charles Barkley, who averaged 23 and 11. You know, so when you take this team, you take, you take them in their prime, at their peak of playing great basketball – and doing the research on what team can compete against this team, there's none. Because most of the players that's on the USA basketball team aren't peak players. They wasn't in their peak. They wasn't even some of them wasn't even the best player on their team. Well, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna flip it a little bit and take the side that you are going to be on, but that 2012 team, 20 years later, the that assembly of talent. Is that that team was awesome? But no, my no. argument, my, my argument was this was timing, right? Because you had like AD at nineteen and too but, young. But that's what I'm saying. Raw. But most, yeah, Kobe at thirty three. Kobe, I think the the oh eight Kobe was actually the better Olympian. Yeah, Kobe. yeah, he was the better. But what I'm saying is, you have players on this team that wasn't even the best player on their actual team on this team. You had more fan favorite players. Than actual great players. Who do you think should have? So been on you it? you you have okay. You have LeBron, um, twenty twelve at his peak or yeah. at his, in in his, in his prime window pri- in his yeah. prime. You have the first year of a you know Mellow, which was already somehow declining around that same time, 
which he wasn't fully declined, but he really wasn't the mellow we two years later mellow or Denver mellow. So it was this weird mellow who <laughs> he wasn't trying, he was, it was trying to figure out where he stood at. Who's the all time leading scorer in Team USA history? Mellow, because he's yeah, played crazy. All oh, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying that like, actually, for whatever that you're saying, like what era or chapter of his career he was at right then, he play, play him in the Olympics because that's the best mellow you ever get. Yeah, because he's played all of them. And it's also perfect for him because he's playing with D-Wade, LeBron, yeah. Kobe. So he can step right into that role. So, um, so then you have Darren Williams. At that time, 2012, I don't know if he was top three point guard mm-hmm. in the NBA. Then you have an older Kobe, which is still fine. Mm-hmm. Um, D-Will was killing that at that point in Brooklyn. I mean, do you want Brooklyn D. Will or do you want Utah, Utah D. Will? No, I know. Well, he was on that other that um, team too. Yeah, that's what I said. So his year was. Mm-hmm. Old. Then you have Kevin Love, 2012. Kevin Love. Yeah. Then you know you why have, they went there to make it go more Euro stretch, stretch again? Four or five. Yeah. You have yeah. Kevin Love. Yeah. And then you have Andre Iguodala, who averaged that was his uh, All Star year, mm-hmm. which he averaged 12 points. That's pretty much that defender, almost what Pippen was, what like Draymond was. Okay, yeah. twenty-seven and seven defender, or yeah. someone who averaged twelve. And, and then you have Tyson Chandler. I don't even. Yeah, same thing, defender. So Westbrook, two thousand twelve, Westbrook. Mm-hmm. That's OKC Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Young Westbrook. Young Westbrook. Right. So he's not effective. Harden. Young Harden. OKC, OKC Harden. OKC Harden. Not the Harden we know. So when you talk about 2012, but you're thinking about it in 2018, you're thinking about who these players are at this moment, not what they were then. And that's why I got confused because I'm saying, well, shit, Magic and them, they were were old. They were damn near done this until you go back to 2012 and you take this team. And you're like- It was really Bird was the only guy that was- Really kind of shouldn't be playing, but it was great yeah. for him and Magic to be playing together. Magic was still there, man. He just yeah, didn't he was play still there. Yeah. He was still there due to, if you look at his stats, even mm-hmm. though that was his last season, but if you look at his stats, he was 20 and 13. Mm-hmm. So every team that's been assembled after that hasn't been prime players. Mm-hmm. They're young players. They're either young or, like, that's what I'm saying. They're not in their greater grind. So it's not the last three years of Harden or the last three years of um, Westbrook. You know, the 2012, they don't have a KD, now KD, right. or a Curry, now Curry, or um, a Damian Leonard. Like, yeah. Uh, I mean, you, you have... You know who I was actually jumped out that was missing at that time he was killing? Not to cut you off, but I think you were... Uh, Joe Johnson. Yeah, see, somebody like yeah, Joe. He would have made a lot of sense, and I would have had him there instead of maybe Westbrook. Yeah, so 2012 or D, or, Joe. Or D. Will, but I think Darren Williams was killing him. No, 2012 Joe would have been, what, like 32? 32, yeah. No, 31. 31, 32. Yeah, yeah you, take, uh, perfect. You, you remove him instead of Iggy. Eh, defense, Iggy, though. Joe was a defensive player. What you... Yeah. Yeah. One of those, like D, D. Will, Iggy. Two, th- I mean, 2012 Wade would have still been better than. Oh yeah, my bad. I thought he was actually on there. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, that's what I'm saying. He might not have played though. He might have just said, "I'm." But that's what I'm saying. Is like we don't have like the 2008 12. You don't have the best players mm-hmm. like the Dream Team did. The well, Dream Team had the best players at at their most mature sure. place. Like that's you what I'm saying. Pippen was getting in there that window, but other than that, those guys were all in their prime. Where I think. That's the issue. That that's what I was gonna say is when you take young players like that, that's tough. Because like even if raw. you do, hold on. Even if you do, let's see. But that's the other thing I was gonna say. Sometimes these guys are they get to a point like um, Harden just said he's not playing FIBA because they have so much on their plate. It is better to let the younger guys go, and I but, think that's what Jordan initially said. Like I've been in the Olympics before. He has on, on the '84 team. That was eight years you know, before the dream team. Like, he okay, said, I've, so, I've won before, let a young guy go. And so, Magic and Bird said, no, 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 this is going to be different. You know okay, I mean? so the only person that should have been on a dream team that was 
in his prime. Like, I mean, he was average 28 that year. Let me, was, before I see it, this is what I was going to say. Dominique. Yeah. Yeah. That was only that's the only player that would have been a dominant player in the league at small forward who would have been replacing Mullen or Pippen. But and if then you from didn't there, have you Mullen, did. you wouldn't have had a lot of three point shooting, really. You know, yeah. you had Bird, like we said, but, he was on his last legs barely. And then That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Instead of Bird, you would have had you'd have had Dominique. Yeah. Athleticism, but I'm saying not shooting. But I mean, Bird didn't even play. Hmm. So, he did. Not really. Not much, yeah. Yeah, so what I'm saying. So what I'm that, but he was still cold though. He come in for ten minutes and hit. But that, I mean, but that's the only player that that was really screwed off the Olympic team was Dominique. Well, Isaiah too. I mean, Isaiah averaged eighteen and seven. Yeah, I, but you know he was a, nice at that point. At that at that era, I mean, he actually he had an Achilles injury. Um, that like I don't know what the right beef was back then, but when you compare Jordan, when you compare stats, I don't see how. How Thomas goes over Stockton. I mean, you have three more points, six less assists. Mm-hmm. I don't. What would you say, beef though? Like if him and Jordan had yeah. the beef, like That's everyone exactly says. What it was. But like everyone says. But I mean, I don't see how. Even if you take the beef out, I don't see how Thomas goes in front of Stockton. What is what is what is Isaiah doing at this moment? You're averaging three more. Points, but you're losing six more assists. Well, you know, one is averaging a double double. At that era, a double double with with another guy who's averaging twenty eight. Mm-hmm. So you're averaging fifteen with another guy who is averaging twenty eight. And I don't know if if Isaiah was the second leading scorer. I was going to say this: what you didn't have on this roster that jumps out at me. You didn't have a lot of defense at the point guard position. You didn't need it. Because Pippen was point. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I know, and you had Jordan. You had. I mean, the you, you, the you have you have there, so but, much defense back there that I mean. But I'm thinking European players. You had a lot of point guards, a lot of smaller guys. You know, so um, they didn't have a lot of depth. That I actually think Stockton got more run than he probably expected. Yeah, like okay, so Joe uh, Joe Joe Dumars, the leading scorer, averaged nineteen and nine or nineteen point nine, so twenty points a game. Second is eighteen. So who's more dominant? A guy whose leading scorer has 28 and 11 and you're averaging 15 and 13. Or a guy whose first leading scorer is 19 and you're at 18. The 15 jumps out more and that might be fucking third. I mean, when you think about them Utah teams, I know they had other scores on that team. So it's like, Stockton could have been third. I don't know about that 92 Utah team. You might be thinking of 97, 98. mm -hmm. That was the early run of them in in the postseason because I don't think that team got really good until 94. They were were good. I mean, so for the the most part, it's the USA team will dominate any, any other Olympian team until you put the best players on the team. And, you know, at this point, it just seems like more of the teams are picked by shoe sponsorships versus actual talent. How does that work? What do you mean? Tell me how, you, how does that work? The shoe sponsorship versus I mean, the talent. If you look at, let's, let's just go down the roster and. Yeah. I mean, everyone has a shoe deal. Does. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Correct. So you're talking about the, 2012 team? 2012 team. Yeah. Melo, mm-hmm. Jordan, AD, Nike. I mean, he had 19. He was... Wait, hold on, hold on. Hold first on. Year. What's the team? Chris Paul, Jordan. I'm look, I can go right now. Chris oh. Paul, Jordan, Harden. He was probably Nike at that point, but Adidas. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. No, you can't say Adidas now. Hold on. I just said Nike now, but we all know he's Adidas. Uh, Nike then. We all know he's hold Adidas on, hold now. Hold on, hold on. Crazy thing real quick on Harden was this was... 2012, right? Yeah. He was in Oklahoma at that point. He just came off the bench. Yes. Yeah. And he still goes on the Olympic team. Yes. And they didn't want to pay him. What what else do you need to know about your guy? Uh Kevin Love was Nike, Kobe Nike, of course. Iggy Nike back then? Mm-hmm. You're saying it all right. 
Okay. Everyone. I'm just running through. While you look so we don't have dead air. Everyone on the team is Nike. Ah, okay. I got you. Everyone on the team is Nike. I got you. It's a Nike team. Mm, mm. Hmm. Hmm. If you 2008. Hmm. Was Nike guy. So, huh. Well, okay. Mellow, Boozer. Chris Bosch, Kobe, Dwight. Oh, no, Dwight was the only Adidas guy, which I guarantee you he didn't play much that. <laughs> is that No, is that the year where <laughs> that was the year where Coach K covered his shoe up, right? That was that yeah. big scandal. Because yeah. I would say this, the team, US, the Dream Team, they had, um, a D, a Reebok had the deal for all Team USA apparel. Mm-hmm. So they put flags over their warmups for their mental ceremony. Because Jor- Jordan said, I'm not wearing this. Yeah. They said, you have to. So, okay, if I'm doing this, he came up with a thing to put the flag over his shoulder. And the other Nike guys did it. Nice. So the other uh, 2016 team. Will be also Nike. Okay. Couple, though. Clay. 20, when, what Kyle, year is this? 2016. 2016, Clay would have probably still been Nike before he went to. Kyle Lowry. Nike, of course. Hmm. Good deal. Serious? 100%. Uh, and then Boogie is Puma now. Back Puma. then he was not. I'd say he was Nike. Yeah. All right. That's uh, when, something but, well, okay, we when, all learned When, when that. was... Um... D-Wade was not Nike maybe by 2012. No, he was still Jordan Brand. I, wonder, then I, he thought he, with, I thought he's been with Leaning for like seven years. And then he signed with Leaning. So it was around the same time yeah. after. Well, you do just look at the pictures and shoes. I'm trying to figure out when did Larry sign with Adidas or has he always been Adidas? I'm not sure if he's always, but he's been on for a minute. Because that's always been like the running joke that Team that USA, team team USA is basically Team Nike. So when you do stuff like that, ah. it's kind of really hard to assemble the best talent if if it's always shoe company pushed. What was the year you were at 06? 06, 08. That's why I said it was like 06. Was it all Nike guys? Yeah. yeah. And that's why I was on the bubble. Like, I'm on the bubble. I'm the only, there's only three two-time All-Stars on the team. I'm one of them. Like, yeah, I don't know how I'm on a bubble. Like, I'm... Hmm. <laughs> You play you play me one minute, I have six points. Like, I don't even... First of all, I don't even know why I'm only getting one minute. You know, uh. that's... I mean, I love Kirk Heinrich, but I mean, I don't. This was tryouts, or did you guys scrimmage? Yeah, we were scrimmaging, mm-hmm. but and and this is what each other. Yeah, okay. This is what I didn't like because okay, so there was a thing where uh, it, it, uh, it was on Instagram where they had the U back then the USA t- uh, the Chris the, Paul thing, the Chris Paul thing, uh-huh. right? And he's right. Yeah, I lost every game, but the team that I had to go against was the starting five. My team was me. And Kirk Heinrich. Um, it was Kirk Heinrich. It was um, Bruce Bowen. Yeah. Uh-huh. Bruce Bowen. <laughs> um, um, Miller. Mike Miller? No. Big Brad Miller. Miller. Brad, Brad Miller. Oof. Antoine Jameson. Right? Oh. No, no. So think about the squad itself. Yeah, but Antoine, come on. No, no, but, but just think about it. Going up against Chris Paul, D Wade, Melo, Bosch, LeBron. Um, he had his boy Duke, uh, Shane Battier, all on one team. Wait, so that first five was a Chris Paul was a rookie, young Chris Paul, right? Yeah, it was young Chris Paul. Joe um, Johnson. Wait, wait. So the five that they had was CP. the five. No, no, no. That team just like it was two. Yeah, groups. but who's that five that you went to? CP, D Wade. Yeah, CP3, it was D-Wade. LeBron would have been the LeBron or the four. Melo. And then you Gosh. had um you had uh D Howard, mm. Bosch, Bosch on that team, and Joe Johnson. Joe. So that was like one team. Mm-hmm. And then it was the other. <laughs> so if you think about my team. 
Wait, wait, wait. Let me see that. Uh, CP. Yeah, all Nike got. Except no, for no, no. I'm just saying, if this is one unit, right? We call them the blue unit. Uh-huh. And the white unit is my team, right? Mm-hmm. Who you think they're giving the ball to the whole time? Yeah. Me. <laughs> so the fact that we'll go to 21, and out of the 21, I got 17 of our points. We're going to 50. I got 38 of our points because the second unit needs me to score damn near every basket. Who is the second unit? Me, Kirk Heinrich, Brad Miller. This is the first five. No, this is the second unit. Right. But these guys have seven players. Yes. So the other is us. Right. So Brad Miller, then you got Jameson. Uh, Bruce Bowen. Um, How about like Kobe or Shane Battier? I thought you said they had Shane. No, I'm just, I'm just saying that. So I'm thinking about the second uh, Shane Battier. What about like Jason Kidd or Kobe? No, they wasn't on the team. This is 2006. So this is so this is my group. So all the stars was on one team. So I was left to carry the load. Mm-hmm. And what's so funny is most of the time we was whooping their ass. Until, um, um, until Co- Coach K did like stupid shit like, uh, hustle points, four points, <laughs> <laughs> hustle diving on the floor. No, that's why Shane Batty, like Shane Batty, be on team. But like, yeah, hustle, that's good for you. Hustle points, three points for the hustle team. Yeah, but you had Shane. No, no, Shane was on their team. That's why I was like pissing. It was like so. So they had Shane. We probably had Joe. So they were doing it. It'd be like stupid shit like that. Like it was, a, it was a bucket based. And they're like, all right, two points for charges. Like, come on. Like, mm-hmm. all right, Shane got eight points for that team. Just like, come on. Like, so it was doing that. So like, I'll have 17, 30 something. So I was individually carrying the load, but never playing in the game. So it was like, eh, okay, I get it. All right. This is fun, guys. Like, <laughs> like if we look at the team. Um, Thanks was, for the workout. When we played our Barbosa. Mm-hmm. If you actually look at that game, they should credit the win for me on that one. Because what happened was D-Wade got hit in the nose and he had to come out of the game. We were down. I came in a game, had six points, and shut down Barbosa. That's when I hit a shot, came in, hit a shot, got the offensive rebound. The, on, a, on a free throw line, got the offensive rebound, passed it, we hit the shot, we go up. And then shut down Barbosa on the end until D-Wade came back in. I was the rally behind that one. Mm-hmm. You know, but you know, at that time it was like, like, I don't know if you got something. In, but that's what that's what angered me into making a comments where I'm gonna score 50 on Dan Tony mm-hmm. and them because it's like, how am I on a bubble and I'm literally carrying a second unit? Like, like it was there, like. Yo, GA, we're coming to you. Like, they're playing a zone. GA, we're coming to you. Well, because I would even say if they had those seven players, I mean, there's still room for more. What do you mean? There's room for you on the other squad. No, what I'm saying is you have 14 players, you break them up into seven and seven. No, 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 I follow you back. So I can't go on that unit. This is the tryout. No, no, this is is the team. This is like we're on the team already. Uh So what I'm saying is when you break up red versus blue, you guys battle. This is one unit. We're the second unit. So they, they got the starting five plus two subs. We got our five. I thought plus they kept 12. I thought they cut that down. I le- Remember, I left. Oh, it was Got to yeah. remember, it was before. So we're traveling. We're already in Korea. So we're traveling. So this is the unit. So, you know, when they say, yo, yeah. you're on a bubble. Wait, come again? The bubble? Like, I don't even. <laughs> right, because they're cutting that down, right? Yeah. So but I'm, you're on the bubble. But so I'm like, right. I'm on a bubble. Like, I'm. Are you cutting the whole second unit? Are you guys going with are you guys going with like six players? Cause I mean, to be honest, I'm top three, four right now mm-hmm. on this team. Like I, I I'm top three or four right now on this team as we speak. Top three, four. So I don't even know where the bubble's coming from. Unless you're gonna get rid of the whole second unit and I'm on it. You wanna, but the bubble with Brad Miller, Bruce Bowen, Shane Battier, Kirk Heinrich still on the team. That I, 
I'm a, I'm a, Paul, I'm a, I actually, I'm fucking offended, I'm offended at this point. <laughs> I'm offended at this point because that is my whole second unit and they have to give me the ball to compete with the other unit because the other unit actually can't guard me. You know, like I remember at this point, Chris Paul is a young kid. And then, you know, now they got to go from the zone. Now you put us in a zone. Oh, you can't even guard me. Let's go. Kirk, find me. So every play Kirk numbers running was to get me open. So I was like the dominant player. But is it, like, is like, it if a we, tryout? It's different from, I mean, when was the last time you tried out? But even even, even, even like on that, tryouts. Most of these guys. But that's what I'm saying, even in tryouts, we're already performing. I remember I killed the practice so bad. They was like, Chris Paul was like, yo, they got to play you today. They got to mm-hmm. play you. They got to play you a lot. I sub in. Three straight buckets. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, subbed out. Like, all right. Okay. <laughs> that's when, that's when, that's, that's when I basically mentally was done. Cause it was like, okay, this ain't even, this don't have nothing to do with the actual skill. So most, it's all, it's all positive. Because I heard, you know, we're going to, you know, rest in peace, Dan Fagan. I heard that um, they were kind of pissed off at Dan Fagan because. Amari and Sean Marion basically held out because a contract was coming up, which was then Tony's team, and he wanted him on an all-star. So I was his player. So He repped Amari at that point? He repped Sean Marion. I think Amari hurt his knee, so he couldn't play. Right. Yeah, that was what I was going to get to. Uh, and then the that's, that's the year I fired Dan Fagan, too, because I said, you know, if you're out here burning bridges and it's costing me, like, you know, what's the name? Shit, I can do that my goddamn self, <laughs> you know, but I'm going out here literally busting everybody's ass and they're, they're not even looking at me. So and then that's when I, you know, I said, you know, I, I want to go back home. And just I remember you said you just, you just got on a plane, right? I just got on a plane. And, and this is this is um, this is the first time being told. I was so angered that when I did my, um, I did the article with Dave McMinneran, um, you can, you can ask, you, you can, you can, you can ask him during my rant, I said, the way coach K is playing this unit, the way coach K is playing this unit, they're not going to win gold. I said, there's too many flaws. Like and I was like, the the whole first unit had all basically slashers and drivers, and the fact that LeBron's a point and that's how he plays, you have him in the corner waiting for the ball, which you're taking away his momentum. Then you ha- you're playing D Wade the same way, corner guys where D Wade is used to zipping up and using his momentum. So the fact that you got those guys playing like that. When you need a player like Joe Johnson inside that lineup to help even it out, put LeBron at the one, have Joe Johnson as the two, and Dwayne Wade, so you can mix I it mean, up. They had they had Mello. Right? They had Mello at the yeah. four, yeah. But you needed two. You needed two instead of three drivers. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's why Mello always led the team in scoring because he's the only one who can shoot. <laughs> you know, like consistently shoot. You know, everyone else needed space. So that's when I got mad and said, "This team won't win gold." They would not win gold. I said, they would not win gold. Guarantee. Right? An hour before the game, or right before it's being published, I said, Dave, you know, just take the shit out. Just take that part out about, you know, they're not winning gold because I don't want them to be like, oh, yeah, he's just he's just hating. Yeah, yeah, which I was. Yeah, yeah I was mad as shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they wake, we wake up. He hits me. They fucking lost. And I was like, I told you. I told you. I told you, but that was, that was like, if you at that was, I actually said it the way he's coaching that unit, they will not win. I'm going to look up who they lose to. Spain. Argentina. No, I think Spain. Yeah. Spain. Just Spain. Oh, they yeah. lost to Spain. Yeah. Yeah. And when that team had pow mm-hmm. at that point, they probably shouldn't have lost to that team. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. They lost to Argentina. I think they lost right. to Argentina though. Oh, six FIBA world champion. No, the champion was Spain. Oh, who, but they—I yeah. think they lost to Argentina. Argentina I think Ginobili. Argentina right? was fourth, and the U- Team USA was third. Well, so that was my—that was my USA experience. It just wasn't, it, 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 you know, it's just—it's not 
I don't know the criteria of what's so funny is I don't know the you don't know the criteria of making a team or playing for the team. If yeah, it is. It if is you're a, Nike or Jordan, you're automatically you're 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 on the team mm-hmm. because that's who sponsors and that's who's is ran by. I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but at the end of the day, you know, it's you know, it's it's shitty for everybody else who just wants to go out there and ball, you know. Yeah, and for also for coaches, but I think also the the thing for where it's headed now, it's it's getting a lot younger, and I think that's why the dream team back to them was really um, really unique. So, you know what else pissed me to fuck off about that team? <laughs> what else? That Fourth of July, or it was one of them fucking holidays. It's pretty much the only summer holiday. So the, yeah, so yeah. I call Coach, I, I text Coach K and tell him happy 4th. I'm excited about playing, you know, for the USA team. I know I'm a high-level scorer, and I don't mind taking a backseat to whatever system he's trying to put in. You know, if he needs me there for defense, if he de- needs me there for energy, whatever, you know. I know this is the type of team that you, you know, you put your ego aside. So I'm letting you know right now that my ego is aside. Because obviously, I'm no matter what the trials are, I'm assuming everyone's going to get their ass tossed mm-hmm. by me. Because at this point, I'm already on swag mode. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm already, I just you averaged were, 29. Yeah. I'm already on swag. On one yeah, I'm already on swag mode. So, mm-hmm. um, so I'm, you know, from from the lineup, I'm saying, you know, whatever you need from me, I'm willing to take a back seat, blah, blah, blah. I literally, I kissed this motherfucker's <laughs> ass, you know, and basically for the first time said, I will take a back seat for the better like ever in life of the USA <laughs> team. And I'm on a fucking bubble. Oh, fuck you. Hey, so the lesson there was, be you, be yourself. Or Coach Kane. Don't shit. change for anyone. <laughs> Don't change or, for anyone. Or Coach Kane. Shit. I mean, depend. You know, but you know, the, the sad part is, I got to root for Duke this year, unfortunately, because of Cassius. Oh, right, right. Yeah. I'm not rooting for Duke. I'm rooting for Cassius. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's it. You know, fuck a Duke. <laughs> you know, not, okay, not fuck a Duke. Fuck a Coach K. You know, I just think he's a shit. It's basically the same thing. No, no. The, you know, the, that, that program is Coach K. But I know what you're saying. Right. Much love to Duke. Still got nice players. Um, all right. So let's take a break. We'll calm, we'll calm down here for mm-hmm. a second. Take, take a breath. Mm-hmm. Because we have to talk about something that does suck. Losing your hair. Two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. So we're introducing Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you love. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes, now just starting at $10 a month, you'll never have to worry about hair loss again. Here's how to get started. It's super easy, and signing up takes less than five minutes. Just answer a few simple questions, snap some photos, to complete your online doctor consent. That doctor is a licensed physician who will review your information online and recommend the right treatment for you. Then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the products. So only two of the FDA approved hair loss products out there. So you might have tried them before, but never for this price. Treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. Some men do experience hair regrowth, and at best, men will get back up to 20% of the hair they lost. And it's only $10 to $35 a month. Plus, now you can get your first free month free. We'll tell you how. That's one hell of a deal for keeping your hair. So we said we'll tell you how. Here's how. If you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to see is a doctor with heaps with keeps. There's finally a way to get the help you need when you need it. For a limited time, receive your first month free for treatment. All you got to do is go to keeps.com slash. No chill. Ah, there, you knew where we were getting to that, right? <laughs> so it's keeps, K-E-E-P-S dot com, keeps.com slash no chill for your first month free. There you go. Speaking of keeps. Okay. Okay. Um, 
you know, they they sponsored my the jersey giveaway, mm-hmm. and as of they right jumped now, jumped right in. I gotta s- s- pick a winner. Oh, a live winner <laughs> on the show. Okay, I gotta pick. A, Who do gotta, we got? Uh, hold on, I gotta erase <laughs> and okay. Whose name? Daily Bobby Bobby Portis. Is that a verified Bobby Portis? Who the fuck is Bobby Portis? Basketball player. It says Daily Bobby Portis with white hands. Bobby Portis sounds like a black dude. Those are uh, culture neutral. They're yellow. Culture neutral? Yeah. But there we go, Daily Bobby. Portis. You've won. <laughs> <laughs> you won a jersey. I think he had no he won before this episode is out. Yep. Yep. But it's exciting to see how the selection works. <laughs> it's real for all of those that thought it wasn't legit. Picked by Agent Zero himself. So Gil, uh, we gotta talk, but I can't look at you while I do this. Because we gotta talk about sex. Remember <laughs> the day <laughs> remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Here's how. Bluechew.com, that's how. That's blue, like the color blue. Bluechew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach to help you function, you know. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. So what we did is we wanted to see if this was legit because it's more about the process, right? Mm-hmm. So went through the order process, had a package on my door, kind of hoping it was a check or something like that. Bang. Oh, gave us the blue chill. There it is. There it is. I'm trying to figure out. Okay, I got so there's, three, there's, four, so you, five. All right. There's more than one and done. It's just mm-hmm. that. Let's say that. So the process is you go online. It's discreet, simple, and you just answer some questions. Pretty straightforward. Nothing you can't handle. Uh, then you put in your address, and it comes in an envelope like this. No name or anything on it other than your mailing address. But okay. So it's discreet. Discreet. And I'm about to try blue, blue shoes And it tells you how to work. Because most guys, you know, they talk a good game. And if you're one and done, you want, you want, there's more to go, right? Bluetooth can even help you follow through for round two. No, make you a porn star. Make you a porn star. (laughs) We needed that that porn music. (laughs) And it's not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Bluetooth is prescribed online and stripped straight to your door, as we found out in a discreet package, just like this. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Bluetooth prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. So, we got something for you. We got you, as we mm-hmm. always do. So, it's a special deal for our listeners. Yeah, visit bluechew.com to get your first shipment free when you use a special promo code, NOCHILL. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's bluechew.com with the promo code, NOCHILL, to try it for free. Bluetooth is the better, cheaper, faster choice. And of course, thank them for sponsoring the No Chill Podcast. Hey, listen, I'm going to try it tonight. I'm going to let y'all know what the blue chew did for me. Are you going to text me right after? You don't need to. (laughs) You said try it tonight. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to try tonight. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to try it tonight. We'll find out. Follow up. Yep, I'll I'll give you a follow up. Okay. Okay. Can't wait for that. (laughs) Uh, Why can't you wait for that? It's all right. It's a lot of information. All right. We also have to talk about Indochino. What do you know about Indochino? Indochino? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's a nice little name. It got a nice little mm-hmm. ring to it. And they make you look good. That's, that's what you need to know about them. So they came on to support the podcast. There are two ways you can work with Indochino. Go to the showroom. They fit you up. They can custom make you a shirt, suit, make you look good. Mm-hmm. Or... Go on the site, and this is what you're going to do. You're going to go on the site. They're going to measure you with your dimensions. Boom. Custom make you a, a good look and mail it right to your door. Okay. All right. If you're ready for that. Indochino is the world's most exciting made-to-measure menswear company. They make suits and shirts to exact your measurements for an unparalleled fit and comfort. 
you're looking to get married, they have tons of options for those looking to outfit their wedding party. Guys, love the wide selection of high-quality fabrics and colors to choose from, not to mention the option to personalize the details, including your lapel, lining, pockets, and writing your own monogram. That'd be the way to get your draft suit. Yeah, you know, yeah, some, yeah. They, these guys don't know how. <laughs> they, I don't know who dresses you for the draft. You have uh, companies. Mm. But do they think, like, we're going to try something new with this kid? No, because, you know, when you're coming in as 18, 19, you don't really have fashion. Yet. No, so no. Draftees, you got to remember, they're at that point where they're kind of scared to just come on, a, come on a scene with some out of the wall. I think that's changed. I think they're not scared, but then they try something off the wall. It used to be they were scared, but now it's... You're still, you're still, you're, you haven't really seen anything that's like, ooh. But they see the other guys that have done it before. Yeah, so you, you, but that's what I'm saying. At 18 and 19, your palette for picking something is not. For quality. Yeah, I mean, just not quality, just anything. Like, come on, you didn't really wear suits in college. Mm -hmm. You did in high school, so your first attempt at a suit, a nice suit, is for draft night. Mm -hmm. So you're like. Uh, yeah, let me get a, a number. Yeah, let me go with number one, number two. You don't really, get, you're not gonna really try anything that's out there, you know. So it's no. You know what you need is you need someone to take care of it for you and make you look sharp, good. Know what is in style, is what's on point. But don't, they, don't try to tell them that. Let them do their job. Yeah, that's that's basically what yeah. it is. Mm -hmm. But then here's how Indochino works. What you do is you visit a stylist at their showroom. There's over 40 showrooms in North America and have them take your measurements personally or, like you're going to do, measure at home yourself and shop online at Indochino.com. What you do is you choose the fabric inside and out, you choose your design customizations, submit your measurements with your choices, and you relax while your suit gets professionally tailored and mailed to you in a couple of weeks. Okay. Can't beat that. So here's what we got. As always, we hook you up. Listener of the No Chill Podcast can get any premium Indochino suit for just $369 at Indochino.com. But you got to enter the promo. I like the 369. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, $369 for a custom-made suit with the promo code. No chill. That's right. That's 50% off the regular price for a made-to-measure premium suit. Plus, the shipping is free. That's Indochino.com with the promo code no chill for any premium suit for just $369 dollars free shipping that's an incredible deal for a premium made to measure suit once you go to custom you don't go back baby yes you don't I haven't bought off the rack in forever mm -mm. yeah get that custom life so the, the the thing that we wanted to get to with team usa and the dream team was that that unit was special we'll never see it again because it's gotten so complicated like you said, there's sneaker companies. There's guys that are in contract years. There's guys that it's gotten want, too. They got other side business, side projects, kind of thing. No, it's got too. It's got too complicated because it's it's not about you know it's not it's not about basketball in a sense. It's more about you know like agendas. It's, you know Brandy. now it's agendas based and who's popular at the time instead of who's great at the time. Why not just take the all NBA team? Yeah, you would think, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, you, it, you would think it was that easy because if you go to that team, then you're gonna have so many other shoe companies that benefits from a Nike ran organization. You know, so you have a Chinese company, Ni Ling, being pushed into the Olympics. Well, that have, would make that actually they would be out because they're probably China's team. So, huh? so it's basically what's domestic. So, Nike, Adidas. No, no. what I'm saying is Nain Ling will be... Under Armour. No, that's what I'm saying. Nain Ling will be a player from Nain Ling would be on there. Clay Thompson, mm. um, or whoever signs. But you know, now that outside company is getting a lot of exposure. Now but they're what, competing. But what Nike has is the uniform. Yeah, but it's still, you know, shoes. But shoes. then all of their guys, obviously. Yeah. All of the roster. Guys. Like what's so funny is the year, was it 2008? The 2008 Olympic team, my jersey sale was number five. I wasn't on team. It was in China. That's what I was looking at, the 08 team, when you were talking about the, the team that you were on that was in Korea. 2006? Yeah. That, so that was the FIBA team, and I would have yeah. thought by 08 you would have been 
I got hurt. You 07. got hurt, right? Yeah, I got a, hurt. Oh seven. Yeah. And my jersey was number five, mm-hmm. bestseller mm. in China during the Olympics, and I wasn't even on team. Yeah. It's changed. Yeah, it's, no, it's no, no, but it just it just shows you that it's like it's not a like the criteria of how can this guy outsell basically the whole USA team and he's not even on it. Like the only person that was in front of me on sales that was actually on a team was Kobe Bryant because it went it went AI Kobe KG yeah yeah was ten uh, fourth was. T Mac, hmm. like that was it was that, and then I was fifth. LeBron was sixth. You know, so it was like <laughs> the only person that was on the team that actually beat me in jersey sales in China during the Olympics was Kobe. And really, so it's you know, I guess what the dream team did is this: they brought the pros back to the Olympic competition. Because that was the hardest thing at that time to accomplish. Yeah. and But that's what I'm saying. Then it was assembled because they wanted to make a... See, this was this. When you look at this team, you can look at it besides, besides Dominique. Everybody... This was a statement to the world. Mm-hmm. That's what this team was. Because what did they do? They blew everybody yeah, out. Yeah, but this is a statement. This was a statement. So they assembled the best players and the names. Like Bird was probably more of a name than a player at that time, but they put the best of the best out there. Ever since then, it hasn't been the best of the best. Well, I mean, like we said, that 2012 team, that team I was mean, awesome, pro- but they were missing some guys. Probably the second best team was probably, I'm sure, 96. 96, yeah. Yeah. That's what I always thought. That was the best follow-up, but... Yeah, I mean, that's probably the best follow-up because though that, that 96 team, at that time, those players were still... Those were great players. And you also had some guys that felt they should have been on the 92 yeah. team. And you had some guys like Pippen and Barkley that were on the 92 team. Yeah. So, you know, that, that oh, I wouldn't say hangover, but a holdover mm-hmm. from that group, that, that makes sense. Yeah, because you, know, you, you had Pippen, Dream was on that team by 97. You know, so you had, you know, that at that moment, that team was still a dominant team. So I don't even know if any of the USA teams beat the 96 team. You know, because when, um, you, look at the, when you look at everybody else, you can see that they're not they're not in their prime or they're not even actually dominant in their career when they're on this team. Only a few, but the rest of them, like that's what I said, like James Harden, you got James Harden, you got Westbrook, they wasn't even dominant players yet. Yeah, I would say the guy that really did it was Kobe because he was on the 08 team and the 2012 team. So yeah. that was Kobe at 33 and then Kobe at Kobe at um, 20. 20 uh, I'm not good at math. 29. 29. Mm-hmm. Yeah, took me a minute. But yeah, I mean, so the now the thing to do with Team USA is get young guys that are on the rise. Yeah, but that's what they always but that's what they that's always what they've done. done. Yeah, since but, tw- two thousand might have been in. That's what no, I was saying. Like, that two thousand team, the one the year they had AI and Marbury and, and Jason, Vince Nam and all yeah. that. Yeah. Um, it was kind of like we're just gonna get whoever's hot right now. <laughs> yeah. And then they realized, you know, that to really compete. And I think that's the the thing that was slept on with the dream team was they had basically guys that fit a good a role and they fit well with each other, which is explains yeah. why Mullen was there. I mean, Mullen was killing back then, you know? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Mullen was 25. So it's like, eh, when you think like if someone looked at this team, they'll say, all right, the weakest players on the team is, uh, Lakner and Mullen. And then you look like, okay, maybe it wasn't Mullen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, maybe. But I remember I I've even, I loved, uh, Sean Kemp, you know, and I, yeah, I didn't even think yeah, I, I didn't that was like, oh, how did or how Gary was, Payton? How, he was young. He oh, you see, that's the second year. But Sean Kemp was, you yeah, know, Gary Payton was horrible his first couple of years. It's like horrible because he, he couldn't not, shoot. You didn't know who he was. Yeah, no, no, I mean he wasn't like he didn't shoot. Like he mm-hmm. did not actually take jumper. Like he was, he was how Ben Simmons is right now. Mm-hmm. He just didn't, you know, he didn't expand that game yet. Yeah, I think, he and he came, came in as a defensive player, defensive player, and yeah. then eventually and more of like a uh, Pat Bev. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then he became a scorer, mm-hmm. a guy who could put the ball in the basket, guy who was, you know, put his back to the basket and knew how to play under control back there. Because I remember when, when when I played against him my first years, 
Like, he was posting up the big man. Like, literally posting up our center. We're like, oh, okay. All, all, all right. All right. <laughs> that That's that Oakland playground yeah. player. But what they... Uh, what they should have done in in '96 was, well, I, if I remember, was they tried to get other guys, like uh, said the team like Pippen and Barkley. Basically, you guys go recruit mm-hmm. because you've been through this before. But that's what I'm saying is like what, you recruit. That's, that's but what, I would say that's what what you, like your experience. But uh, that's what I'm saying. Why are other players recruiting instead of you picking? That's what I'm saying. What is the criteria? No, but wouldn't you say they should do that? What is the criteria like? What's well, kind of like what they do with the All Star team now, right? So pick two captains. You guys pick out, fill out your squad. But, Here's but who you no, have it's to not. But but it's not. It's not two captains. Then pick, to pick your All Star team out of the rest of the NBA players. No, no, no. Yeah. So we're <laughs> saying that we nominate these guys. For but even USA. even to get nominated, it's like, what is the criteria of me getting the nod? What what did I do to get this nod? Because you know, if if I just made it to the All Star game my first year, averaging twelve, and then there's a a seven time All Star, you know, All NBA player right here, and he didn't get picked, what is the criteria of me getting picked? Because I'm I'm wearing Nike or like or, so I guess All NBA. So get get three All NBA. I I actually don't know if that probably comes out. To I mean, a, they, the, they probably have the team, the team like assembled by. September. September, yeah. So, no, no. So, September. So, at the end of the before. season. So, right now, if September's coming up, take the 15 all-NBA mm-hmm. players, and you guys are trying out for the, mm-hmm. the team. And we're going from there. Like, now that competes. But this, you know, but to say, all right, this guy averaged seven points. Yeah, we're going to pick him because he's a... Uh, yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Actually, all NBA won't work because then you have guys that are from other countries now. But it's fifteen all NBA, so yeah. if so two people team, are from the yeah. country, you can still it's just rock. more Euro Euro players are getting more. Like Dirk would have never been able to play for Team USA. No, but it's still fourteen other U- yeah Americans. So that narrows it down for you too. Fourteen other Americans. Mm. You still the, the team fits how many? Twelve. Yeah. So yeah, you fourteen come in practice, and then we gotta we gotta wait out two. That's fine, mm. but but when yeah, your team, guys, like when LeBron your team, will literally probably play in twenty twenty. Like when your team, if you took two thousand twelve and look at the All NBA, I'm pretty sure four of these players aren't on it. Mm-hmm. Actually, Should I'm check. looking real quick at the '96 team. That team is loaded. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. They're, they're still so that, that is your probably the the answer that we. We at first dismissed, but yeah, damn, because you also had. Uh, Pippen, Robinson, Stockton, and Barkley, that and and Malone. So you had five guys that won the original Dream mm-hmm. Team, and then you add it with Shaq, Penny, Grant Hill, uh-huh. all these guys that were you know, prime players, prime, balling, young. Mitch yeah, Richmond. but you had a great mixture because Penny, Shaq, and Grant Hill were 23, 25. Shaq was twenty four. Grant Hill was twenty three. And then you balance that out yeah, with guys Mitch, like Elijah you got Mitch Richmond, who was yeah, probably averaging twenty eight yep, that year. Yep. And then you had the like I was going to get to is a combination of veteran guys, so an older Stockton, an older Malone, but that in a, in McKeem and Barkley, but that worked out with that balance of young guys. Okay, so let's look at the all. I just think now you don't get a 33, 34 year old player to play in the Olympics. Who was the coach of that ninety six team? I'm gonna tell you the answer. uh, Daly? No, he was only ninety two. Only coached that one time. Then Hollins. Lenny Wilkins. Oh, Lenny Wilkins. That's That's a smart. Yeah, he was on. He was on. He was assistant on the dream team. But I'm saying that player coach versus your thing with Coach K. That's a program guy. I I don't like the fact. I, I mean, I'm gonna say it again. I don't like the fact that Coach K, a college coach. Gets to run the Olympic team. It's like that should actually be illegal. Well, you know who should be. It should be an NBA coach. But who? I don't give a fuck who it is. It shouldn't be a college. But who's coach. the guy that I think every player would want to play for? Doc one. Rivers. Pop. No. 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 Why? I'm sure he makes the experience cool. I mean, he probably does, but yeah, yeah, no. These guys yeah. are there to hoop, but they're also there to. Then you go with Doc. 
Yeah. He's a player's coach. Next guy. Like, you don't go, like, what I'm saying, it's like, I don't know why the NCAA has not actually stopped it because you have the USA team. You get to recruit your high school class mm-hmm. by saying, when USA comes, I'm the coach of it. I will be looking hard at you. I will be looking, like, I'm pretty sure Ingram's going to get a nod at some point. Yeah, bullshit. Fucking Shane Battier got a fucking <laughs> well, nod. I will say this. By 2020, it's a different story. Yeah. Sh- so, yeah, what I'm saying, Ingram, Tatum. Not right, not right now, though. Ingram, Tatum. But the only guys on this, the last team, 2016, that were Duke players were Kyrie. Yeah. I mean, because uh, everyone else ain't, there was no other Duke players in the league that's balling. That's what I'm saying. Ingram, Ingram and Tatum will be on the USA team. Kyrie. And Kyrie, mm-hmm. yes. But it's a it's bad. That, that is bad that you can go into people's homes, young kids' homes, and give them the ideal of being on the USA team. That's his advantage. Like, if you look at his, from 2006, before he got the nod as he's going to be the coach, what was his, what was his, what was his players looking like? His, his all-star class of talent came after the Olympics. His recruiting class and recruiting players, because you get to go, yeah, I'm the coach of the USA team. I'm going to be there. I can make sure you get tryouts. Like, yeah, oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah, I'm coming. What are you talking about? What are you talking about? 2020? Um, 2020? Bagley be on that team. I'm very sure that's what Cassius is thinking right now, too. Everyone. So, but I'm not saying that should be an unfair advantage. You don't need money at that point. You don't, you don't need money. I, I coach the USA team. What's that? Mm-hmm. And I won national titles. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. That doesn't even mean anything. Yeah, but I in other recruitment pitches, you have that. Yeah, to players. Dro- I drop that on you, then I drop. No, high-level players. High-level players who are one and done. The Zion Williamson's, the RJ Barrett's, the Cam's. To get those guys, yes, I am the USA coach. So, you come here. Few years, twenty twenty four. 2020, I'll make sure you're on that team. So, yeah, you have a chance at a national championship. You're on the biggest stage. And the USA, the USA team is the biggest stage around the world. Your brand goes up. Mm-hmm. So if, you come, that, if you come here, trust me, I'll make sure you're on that team. If you don't... <laughs> you're on a flight back from Korea. You're on the bubble. All right, so 2012, all-NBA team. Okay, LeBron, let's see how. LeBron, check. Mm-hmm. Carmelo, third team, check. Chris, Chris, nope. Darren, Darren Williams, nope. Kobe, Yes. Kevin Love, yes. Andre, of course not. Um, Tyson, of course not. Oh, oh, Ty- oh T- Tyson Chandler was 13. Oh, wow. Oh, I think he was an all-star that year, too. We, Westbrook, we asked about this before. Yes. Griffith. Oh, for the most part. How about KD? Harden. K- KD was. Mm-hmm. Harden wasn't. Yeah. Who who on that team do you think should have made it? That, that was that, see, see, D Wade. See D Wade. Yeah, I want to say that he he just said he didn't want to play that year. Okay, so D. Don't Wade quote me not... on that, but I'm pretty sure that was the answer. Okay, so the only people that should have been on that team that wasn't on the 2012 that was all NBA. So top 15, you have Kevin Durant, you have Derrick Rose. Uh, Did he get the, hurt that year? Dwight Howard is Dwight Howard. No, he's not. But I would have said that. Dwight that's Howard. who I would have had there. But uh, Dwight Howard. If Tyson shit. was all NBA. I mean, that was a you have Andrew Bynum. Team. So your your first two centers is Andrew Bynum and Dwight Howards. But you wouldn't have gone Bynum. He's second over Kevin Love. He's second. Hmm. He's on second team. Hmm. Um, Carmelo was third team. Tyson, I mean, for the I mean, mo- so Tony Parker doesn't get it because he's playing for France. Uh huh. You got Rondo, Dirk, Dirk playing for Germany. Yeah, 
So it's basically See? Iggy, Dan Williams, and Chris Bosch. I mean, Chris, not Chris Bosch, Chris uh, Paul. Paul. But Iggy is there because who, I mean. I, so Derek, Ro- Derek Rose and Rondo are the ones that's got put out. Yeah. But I would have, so oh, you're saying over, you would have gone D-Rose over D-Will? D-Rose was first team all NBA. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's when he got hurt though. He couldn't have got hurt if he still made. No, because he got hurt in the playoffs. Oh. And then next up would have been fucking. You got Westbrook, and then you got Rondo's third team. Dwayne Wade. I mean, for the most part, I mean, you do have the All NBA team mm-hmm. for the most part. Yeah, for the most part, you have the All NBA team. So we're saying they get it right. They kind <laughs> technically, they technically. kind of get it right. There's always a few guys, you know, on the outside that I don't know if it's a bubble or. A fence on the other side of the fence. But all right, well, I wore my magic t shirt for you. I'm all, I'm always a Jordan fan, but because I, I was coming in, I was like, man, yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. disrespect the dream team, the nope, greatest team ever is in. The camp. So so ladies and gentlemen, there's no point of even having this this conversation anymore about who's in better. case you ever wondered, it's the dream team. Yeah. I mean, there's there's no point of even actually debating this anymore because nah. at the end of the day, when the debate, when the, the discussion comes up, it's usually three to four years after that team played. So we think about those players as we see them now and not when they were actually on that team. So, you know, like somebody, so somebody like Harden, who's coming off the bench at OKC, is not the Harden who's MVP averaging 20 or 30, 36. 37 points. It's not that Harden. It was the Harden who's averaging 18 coming off the bench. It was Westbrook who's averaging 18. It's not the Westbrook who's averaging a triple-double. So when you pick the team, you got to understand where those players was actually playing at in that moment. So Dream Team is the first, you know, their first. Second was 96. You know, everyone falls short of those two teams because everyone else is just, they're not They're not old enough. They're not in the, that 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 great play that they're in. Because I guess once you get older... That window of greatness. Yeah, I guess when you get older, you don't want to play on that team anymore. I, that's what I was saying. You know, and so that's why that team is so When you're 28, because... 29, 30, you're like, eh. I'm over it because I done played when I was 23 and 27. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, eh, I'm not going to do this again. And those guys, I think that was the most exciting time when they announced that they were all playing together. And mm-hmm. it was just like, you couldn't believe, like, they got this guy, they got yeah. this guy. Because they were all... At their prime, between Barkley and also Ewing and also Malone, so yeah, it was something different. Yeah, yeah. yeah. all right, all right. Case closed. Case closed. You solved the like a true crime mystery <laughs> here. All right. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.